that someone is riding their motorcycle around the neighborhood. What you really hear is not so much a motorcycle or the sound of a car. What you hear, what we hear, are the sounds of combustion engines. Come on, people. It's 2024. Get an electric motorcycle or an electric car. Those are so much more quiet. Hopefully in five to ten years from now, I can sit out here and you won't hear the sound of any combustion engines. It will be all quiet electric engines. See, I, I told you this was going to be a lot of rambling. Back on topic, I'm going to be reading and browsing and rambling about Roman deities. And I found a Wikipedia page that has them all listed out in alphabetical order with a very short, for the most part, one sentence summary of what each of the Roman gods or goddesses are. I'll obviously start with the Roman deities who start with the letter A. And I can already tell that this is going to be a hot mess because as I look at these Roman gods and goddesses who start with the letter A, I don't recognize most of them. And they look like they're really difficult to pronounce. So I'm going to take a shot at them. So please forgive me. There are some easy ones like Apollo. But some of these other ones I'm just going to take a swing at. Here we go. The first one is Abundantia, who is a deity of abundance and prosperity. So that makes sense based upon the name, because the name is basically abundance. And as I read each god, I'll decide if I'm curious Yes. Mm-hmm. 
this just sounds morbid. I guess that's what happens in chimney corners. Let's go back to the list. The next Roman deity is Aces, god of the Aces River. Alright, that's boring. The next deity is Aracura, a goddess associated with the underworld. Alright, now we're getting someplace. Let's go check out the underworld and Aracura. This goddess is often depicted in a seated posture, wearing a full robe and bearing trays or baskets of fruit. Well, she sounds absolutely lovely. I thought the underworld, this is going to be some scary dark goddess, but hello. I'll take some fruit, yes, please, thank you. Alright, that wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. The next deity in the list is Ertunidas, the goddess of eternity. And so that makes sense with her name, because her name basically looks like eternity. Yeah. Let's go learn more about her. Maybe she can help us all live forever. She is usually shown holding a cornucopia, leaning on a scepter, and has one foot placed on a globe. And these images together, the cornucopia, the scepter, and the globe together is supposed to link the concepts of eternity, prosperity, and world dominance. Wow. So, I guess if you're going to live forever, you might as well just make it a goal to take over the world. What else are you going to do with the rest of your, of your life? I don't know. She is also associated in some symbolism with the phoenix. And that makes a lot of sense. Because the phoenix rises from the ashes. Which is that symbolism of rebirth, resurrection, starting over, and all that. So, kind of linked to eternity but more in a restarting scenario. Alright, I'm gonna go back to the list and see who's next. The next deity is Agonoria, the goddess of activity. Well, this sounds great for me or anyone who is trying to be more active. This is your goddess. This is the person you call on to say, Aconoria, please give me the strength to go to the gym today. Please motivate me to do my walk or my run today. Aconoria, give me the 
some hill. 
So I get to, I guess this guy was walking around. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Can you hear that? That's my wife inside the house sneezing. And I'll leave that in because I think that's funny. Alright, back to the legend. This guy's walking around and he hears a voice come out of this grove or orchard. It warns him of an imminent call attack and the voice recommends that the walls of Rome be fortified and the voice instructs him to pass this message on to the rulers tribune of the plebs. So I just call that the ruling people, whoever they are. So did this guy do that? No, he didn't. Because he viewed himself as a nobody. And he figured his message would just be ignored. So even though he heard the voice, and the voice told him to do it, he didn't do it. He didn't warn them that Rome was about to be attacked and they should fortify their walls. So, do you want to take a guess as to what happened? Yeah. Sure enough, the Gauls entered Rome and burned it down in about 390 BC. That guy must have felt pretty guilty for not sharing that message, but he must have spoken up later, or else I wouldn't be telling you about this story, and so sure enough he did, and as a result the Romans built a temple or an altar to this deity divine voice who tried to warn them. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Basically, some guy just after Rome was built down came forward and said, Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. And then people asked him, Well, how did you know it was going to happen? And he said, Uh, because a voice from a bunch of trees told me that was going to happen. I mean, maybe he hallucinated it, or maybe he was just a sassy fellow who just wanted to make the Rome Romans look dumb. Or maybe it was just generally known that the Gauls were always a persistent threat to invading attacking Rome at any time. So a lot of people felt that way. He just came up with a more creative way to say, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Well, good for him. Because now, thousands of years later, this dude is mentioned in Wikipedia.
it was a good idea. Back to the list. The next deity is Alernus. And Alernus was a minor god of the underworld and is the god of beans. <laughs> scroll down a little bit more. 
how she's connected to intestines and vampires. Alright, so her name is Karna, and that is derived from, like, think of carnivore, carnage, meaning flesh, meat, and food. So she's also considered the guardian of the heart, which is meat, in the vital parts of the human body. Well, that sounds very important. I want someone protecting my vital parts. And so I just, so it says here as, as part of that, she then averts vampires. So she keeps vampires away from people. Maybe whoever wrote that other Wikipedia page just thought it'd be funny to summarize it as protecting the intestines of children from vampires as an oversimplification. Not really an oversimplification, but a silly way to put it. And it worked. I laughed. Back to the list. The next deity is Angerona, which is spelled anger. So maybe it's Angerona. And she is the goddess who relieves people of pain and sorrow. Now this sounds like a very important deity. I'm surprised I've never heard of Angerona. Alright, I'm clicking on her. On her Wikipedia page, it says, The goddess who relieves pain and sorrow and prevents angina. So if you've heard of angina before, you might associate that with a heart attack. So, angina, when it's referred to as a problem with the heart, is short for angina pectoris, which literally means, angina means pain, and pectoris means near the chest, so chest pain. So, this is the goddess who will protect you from the chest pain associated with heart attacks. Well, actually just says prevent angina, and angina just means pain. So it's, it's more general than that. So she protects you from all pain, including angina pectoris, which is chest pain. Reading on. Oh, there's a little twist to this. It says, she was a goddess who relieved men from pain and sorrow. Now my first thought to that is, that seems pretty sexist. If this mythological deity was invented by men, so they're just benefiting themselves. My second thought is maybe that there is another goddess who protects women from pain and sorrow. If so, then good. 
Atlantis protected their flocks from angina. So, protects the men and their sheep from pain. But then, in parentheses, there's a word I've never heard before next to angina in the word medical terminology today. The word angina just means pain. But they're giving it some kind of specific definition with this other word. And the word is Quincy. And I've never heard of this word. I am clicking this. What are you going to tell me about Quincy? Quincy is a medical condition also known as peritonsular abscess. It's accumulation of pus due to an infection behind the tonsil. Alright, so this is, they've taken me to a modern or contemporary medical condition that I guess in the past was called Quincy and maybe sheep had this problem. I'm assuming that flock meant something like sheep rather than followers. But let's see if I can find out sheep flock tie into Quincy. Alright, I'm scrolling down and it goes through causes, diagnosis, treatment, medication, surgery, epidemiology, etymology, and none of that talks about sheep. But then, at the very end, under notable cases, and the very last notable case of Quincy, it says this. The ancient Roman goddess, Ancorona, was claimed to cure Quincy in humans and sheep. Alright, so the flock did mean sheep. And this goddess kept men from having pain and sorrow and kept sheep from getting, let me go back to the top, peritonsillar abscesses. <laughs> Alright, that's very specific. I'm going to go back to the list and let's do one more. The next was a goddess associated with snakes and snake charmers. Alright, I am intrigued. I'm going to go to her Wikipedia page and look around a little bit. It says, as snakes were often associated with the healing arts and antiquity, associated with this. She had the powers of witchcraft, magic, and medicine. 
she was a master in the art of miraculous and herbal healing, especially when it came to snake bites. So, if you were bitten by a snake, this was the goddess you would pray to to be healed. She also had a wide range of power over snakes, including the power to kill snakes with a touch. I think I can imagine now how you would pray to this goddess. You're walking through the woods one day, having a nice little hike, and then a snake bites you. So you would first pray to her and say, please let me survive this snake bite. And then hopefully you would. And then you realize that that snake is still out there. So then you pray to her again to go kill that snake. Yeah, I think that's probably how she was used. That's it for my Roman deity ramblings for deities that start with the letter A. And I didn't even make it to Apollo, the one, the only one that I knew in the list of A's. If you like hearing me ramble through these Roman deities, then just let me know. Because I have 25 more letters of Roman deities that I can ramble through. I hope you enjoyed this outside bonus episode of Sleep Whisper.